Something magical occurs when the pastry hits the hot oil. The creamy white vegetable shortening filling liquefies, impregnating the sponge cake with its luscious vanilla flavor. The cake itself softens and warms, nearly melting, contrasting with the crisp deep-fried crust in a buttery and suave way. The piece de resistance, however, is a ruby-hued berry sauce, adding a tart sophistication to all that airy, sugary goodness. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I am Sky. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And what we do here is uh, these guys are going to play the Wikipedia game. I have a starting page and an ending page that they're going to try to get to. And they are going to get there just by clicking links within the pages. And I say that I've said this so many times and I still I still say it as awkwardly every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'll never. There's no there's no easy way to explain what we do here. Right. Uh, This week, you guys are going from the Wikipedia page for Harvey Milk to Poonchki. (gasps) Fat Tuesday is upon us. Yay. It'll be passed by the time this podcast airs, but you should have eaten a a Poonchki yesterday, apparently. Uh, Do uh, you guys have to tell me? I I appreciate that you pronounced it properly, uh, Sky. Um, But... You have to tell me, do your, does your family have a weird way of saying it? Because my, my folks still to this day call them punchkeys. Uh, no, that's great. No, <laughs> we've always called it punchkeys. Oh man. I, I, for years, I thought that's what they were called. And I'll tell you this, that my folks, uh, got that pronunciation, uh, because they read it in a newspaper a long time ago. And that's how my mom, she says it every time she says, like when she's explaining, you know, oh yeah, we got some punch keys. She goes, I, 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 she goes, I always, I always forget how to say it. I read it in a newspaper and it just said like punch key. I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, it is a thing. Like the phonetic, is, the phonetic. Yeah. Cause like punch. the spelling of it doesn't even, doesn't look like either right. of those things. Yeah. No, it's like no, no. Pazak, Paxki. <laughs> Pazaki. Yeah. Ha- to our <laughs> Polish is a beautiful language. It's wonderful. Yep. Great. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I. We. We got some. We have some punchkis. We do too. We bought some yeah. today. <laughs> My family just calls them big old fatty donuts. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not wrong. No. Oh man, you can just taste how they're like real bad for you. It's great. Totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. So we got to figure out which one of you is going first, huh? I guess. So today I, I actually thought I was like, wait, why do we, you know, what we could do is like, we could just talk about the starting page together mm. and then like you guys could send the links that you wanted over to me. And then like, Ooh. if they were the same, we could compete. And if not, then you guys just got to go your separate ways. Wow. I thought what? about that and I was like, oh. we could have been doing that the whole time. But I'm but like, it, no, the games are like the, like the little mini games <laughs> at the beginning are part of the show. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's probably, have people writing in. Yeah, to be honest, it's probably the only part people tune in for. Harsh. Oh wow. Yeah, they just <laughs> the drop off rate of the podcast. <laughs> uh, like these guys are talking about Poonchkis again. Well, here's tonight's game to determine who's going to go first. <laughs> I have a list. I have a, a list of Poonchki flavors. Oh, Scott. Oh, I'm so, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Each of you. 
I'm going to randomly select one for you. You're basically going to spin the wheel. I have, I have this list is a list randomizer, so it'll pick one for you. I have, (laughs) (laughs) you guys spin the wheel and then you have to give me a short speech, like an acceptance speech. Okay. As if this, as this flavor winning the Oscar for best, best Poonski flavor. Okay. Whichever one is best uh, wins. I was gonna be like, oh, you just have to tell me which one's your favorite, and if I like, if it's closest to my favorite, then you get to go first. But I'm like, no, that's not fun. Uh, Sky, I just want to point this out because I'm so used to you doing uh, these these uh, list type games. I opened up your your window in Skype uh, just to start, you know, to be ready. And, and I just, I just want to say, yes, I know. Last, like, it's <laughs> like twenty messages to you. Are just basically figure skating, fart, figure skating, figure skating, fart, fart, fart. Yeah. I love our looking at our chat. It's like, hello, home improvement, the sandbox, sandbox, air buddies, snow dogs, tools and dogs. Hello, Skype seems to be working. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Druid, Cider, Druid, Cider. <laughs> Why is Druid, that not just Druid. our entire podcast right there? Let's just do that from now. <laughs> yep. Oh, whew. all right. Pretty okay. great. Oh, so, so beautiful. You guys get to choose who's going to step up. Roll this, roll this first. Oh, man. Who wants Damn, to take a think? spin? I mean, I, I'll do it. Go for it. You got this. I believe in you. Cheese. Your flavor is cheese. Yep. I was not ready for that. I wasn't either. That was not planned. I mean, I like cheese and I like poonskis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this the speech you're doing right now? No. Okay, good, because I'm like, you need to do it as the flavor. Okay. Okay. But yes, I'm glad you like cheese and you like punchkis. Yes. Yeah, but... I... Okay, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't disparage this. I gotta go. go you never had it. a cheese punchki before? I, I have. Okay, Ooh, okay. it's and not his mean, favorite flavor. It's not my favorite. Hmm. <gasps> <gasps> I thought mm, I was definitely I was, expecting mm. some kind of fruit. Oh man, they're they're my favorite. So like, <laughs> oh. I, so I was like, oh, this is a softball for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. so uh, wow, this was a big surprise. I did not expect to win this. Uh, I mean, all my my brothers and sisters of the fruits. Uh, you uh, are very deserving. Uh, better luck again next year. I would like to thank. The cows that <laughs> produce the milk uh, that created the cheese to be inserted inside of me, uh, as well as the, the supple hands <laughs> of the farmers who uh, treated those cows well, because we all know that happy milk comes from happy cows. Mm. And mm. Uh, I would like to take a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm getting played off. That's good. <laughs> Because as soon as I said I'd like to take a moment, the immediate thing that popped in my head was just sit right there. (laughs) 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 I became a Prince of Bel Air. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. Cheese out. Cheese out.
She's out. I don't know. I don't think I can hold the candle to that, but I'll try. That was pretty good. All right. You ready to take a spin? Let's do this. Raspberry. Raspberry. Raspberry is a good one, too. I love raspberry. I am so grateful for this award. Thank you so much for this award. I am. Uh, it's just wonderful to be thought of. It's wonderful to have your your talent noticed, your tartness, your sweetness. And it takes. I just want to uh, give a shout out to my my director uh, Warner Herz, of Herzog, uh, just for recognizing the sweetness uh, that is inherent in raspberry. And it, uh, so many people, you know, they take the time to to really. Uh, they they enjoy the sweetness, but it really takes a talented director like that to really understand how to bring out that tartness and create such an amazing. And then, oh my gosh! Oh, I'm so sorry. And, and the makeup artist. And, oh, you're all wonderful. Oh, I love you all. Oh, thank you so much. Where did you find this music? <laughs> I quickly, as you were talking, I was like, oh wait, no, I should do this, and I like Googled Oscar playoff music on amazing. on YouTube on my phone. All right, nice job. Good I job, just, you guys. Yeah, Werner Herzog. I mean, how often do we get to talk about him on our podcast? Yeah, that's very true. Oh, man, this is close. You both did really good, but I think mm. I, I think I got to give it to Kyle. Like, what? I like the wow. idea of like the, oh, the director I, right. should pull out the I, sweetness. That was good. I am so impressed. Thank you so much for this award, Sky. I, I just want to give a quick shout out and thanks to the host of this show, Sky, for noticing my talent in this pro- in this whole game and really uh, being able to pull that out and understand, uh, being able to show that to our audience. The app's not loading. Come on. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> Dang it, Sky. I was setting this up for... Oh, oh my go. gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I, I, I have to go. We have to go. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> can we just call the show there i mean i think that was good uh, that was good, good one. <laughs> now, by the way now it's time to talk about harvey milk <laughs> oops yeah uh, well he was still amazing though no yeah um, that's why i wanted to talk to him talk, talk uh, about him well i mean talk to I, him it would be really interesting to talk to him um harvey, harvey bernard milk which i did not know his middle name was bernard was an American politician who became the first openly gay person to be elected in public office in California, where he won a seat on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Politics and gay activism were not his early interests, but he was, uh, but he was not open about his homosexuality and did not participate in civil civic matters until around the age of forty, after his experiences in the counterculture of the nineteen sixties. Um, <clears throat> Harvey Milk, uh, he is a a really important figure for a lot of reasons, but mostly because mm-hmm. I, I mean, on the West Coast. He was really uh, instrumental in bringing, uh, helping uh, bringing gay people to the the, the forefront of the discussion. Um, what I think, uh, I, I, I mean, we can talk more about this, but like as a gay person, like it's very important to me that like his message of trying to get people to understand gay people just by reminding them that someone that they know on odds uh, either someone that they know or someone that they're related to is gay or somewhere on that spectrum and does not talk about it. Mm-hmm. And just so just taking the time to talk to that person and understand where they're coming from and and letting them get a chance to share their experience and uh, and, and actually uh, telling gay people to be open about sharing their experiences 
that's so powerful for me. Um, but yeah, that, that, I mean, that changed so much in, in, in our history, uh, at least help it, it helped bring us to the forefront of, uh, of actual civil discussion. So that was amazing. Um, yeah. let's see. Uh, do sky, is there a reason that you were thinking of him or no, uh, <laughs> I actually reverse engineered this one and like oh, started no at Punchki and kind of clicked until <laughs> I got to Harvey Milk. And I was like, okay, that's a good way. You know, like yeah. we've kind of been, I mean, let's part the kimono. We've kind of been a little, pol- a little political, I guess, lately. Like that's true. usually that's we true. have like a page that's like, this is a, this is a pretty cool person that did some pretty cool things like for either a people group or just representing something that was off the norm. And it's like you know of the time and it's like well, that mm, we need we need that now so oh yeah too, too bad right <laughs> like too too bad um but yeah um i mean i didn't have anything like specific like it just seemed like it was a it was a guy doing something that needed to be done at a time that it needed doing uh and yeah. also a, a a good a good example of like what a person uh as a representative can can do like it's more than just the like mechanics of having a position like that it's who who you are and who you represent and it's how you how you interact with uh the people you represent like it's more than just running away from town hall meetings (laughs) it's more than running away from town hall meetings yeah for sure yeah um, let's, uh, let's see. I'm not sure where I want to touch because he, he has, there's so much on this page. This is yeah, such a this page is page. huge. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the assassination itself, but that is an important part of it as well. That, uh, being such a divisive, uh, figure, I guess, in, in some respect for some people, um, there was a, hold on a second. I'm actually reading down here because they they have a short uh they have a short explanation at the top you know i don't really want to go into the 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 full part of the article there but they uh it, in on november 27 1978 uh milk and mayor george Moscone were, were assassinated by dan white another city supervisor who had recently resigned to pursue a private business enterprise but who had saw his position back after that endeavor failed um and i mean it's hard not to tie that to uh to the cause in general <laughs> um but yeah i think you're right that people like harvey milk are people that we need to kind of focus on and actually i think something that our podcast kind of does really well because we're looking for pages that are kind of ignored often so yeah that's true uh anyway yeah um he uh he was a really important person in that he uh was trying to bring people together of a lot of different backgrounds uh w- even within the gay culture or even within the gay community um and they they talk here about his uh work at, at Castro Street but um he uh he showed let's see even though he was a newcomer to the Castro district milk sh- had shown leadership in the small community he was starting to be, be taken seriously as a candidate uh, and decided to run to get again for supervisor in 1975. Um, there was a, uh, I mean, when he first started, he was, uh, you know, uh, 
They mentioned here that he reconsidered his approach for his second time through. Uh, he cut his long hair, swore off marijuana, and vowed never to visit another gay bathhouse again. Which is cited, by the way. That's an interesting... That's probably <laughs> from an interview. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Where's the citation? Yeah, from an interview, it looks like. Um, but anyway, uh, he uh, he got people involved and, and really made, uh, made the face of LGBT rights... Uh, visible uh, in, on a larger on a larger larger stand uh, than it was at the time. <clears throat> so, uh, oh yeah, I forgot that he uh, went rounds with Anita Bryant. I forgot all about this. Oh, it was so great. Um, let's see uh, the fledgling like, gay rights movements. What, I'm sorry, like boxing. Yes, no. Uh, the fledgling gay rights movement had yet to meet organized opposition in the U.S. In 1977, a, well, a few well-connected gay activists in Miami, Florida, were able to pass a civil rights ordinance that made discrimination based on sexual orientation illegal in Dade County. A well-organized group of conservative fundamental Christians responded, headed by singer, singer, yes, yeah, singer, singer Anita Bryant. Uh, their com- campaign was titled Save Our Children. And Bryant claimed the ordinance infringed her right to teach her children biblical morality. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, this was this was still at the time when people argued, pretty, as they, I guess, still consistently do, mm-hmm. that uh, <clears throat> people who are homosexuals are also frequently uh, pedophiles, etc., which is completely ridiculous. No, I saw uh, in here that he even like cited like statistics and said, nope, it's actually majority heterosexual <laughs> yep absolutely mm. but um yeah no uh bryant i can't remember she i don't see any description directly here but i know they had words a couple times or at least uh she talked about him publicly a few times and they were all the kind of like love the sin or hate the sin thing but also still i can't believe that he's you know he's disgusting etc um, but uh, the fact of the matter is that often uh, <laughs> her pressure actually helped uh, galvanize people who all, who already would not have been who who would not have uh, you know stood for gay rights otherwise. So she actually kind of helped push the movement as well in in her own way without meaning to. That's cool. Uh, I was reading here about another bill that uh, Milk concentrated on. Uh, mm-hmm. It says that uh, within a month of being sworn in, he began to work on a city ordinance to require dog owners to scoop their pets' feces. Nice. Uh, dubbed the Pooper Scooper Law, its uh, authorization by the Board of, Surve- of Supervisors was covered extensively by television and newspapers in San Francisco. This is another time. Um, uh, he invited the press to DeBose De Park, DeBose Park, to explain why it was necessary, and while cameras were rolling, stepped in the offending substance, seemingly by mistake. His staffers, <laughs> however, knew that he had been at the park for an hour before the press conference looking for the right place to walk in front of the cameras. It earned him the most fan mail of his tenure in politics and went out uh, on national news releases. Amazing. Mm, beautiful. And I mean, how great is that something that, um, I mean, who does... I? Who doesn't like a law like that? Like that's something that, you know, that's an act that is like, you know, what brings us together? <laughs> yeah. Nowadays it's like, yeah, pick up after your dog. Like you need, you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh cool. man. 
So yeah, he's an amazing person. I, I do actually need to read uh, more about him. I've, I have not read any bios of him at any point in history. I really should. <clears throat> yeah, I never saw the movie. It's a good movie. Um, let's cool. see. Or at least in my experience, I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, so man. there are a lot of links here, but <laughs> they are. It does kind of seem like you're kind of dodging so, dodging mm-hmm. dog dookie of just political like this is a political term this is a political term so i have a long shot here and i really want to follow this up just because okay. i think it's a long shot but i'm gonna go with a singer anita bryant okay okay anita bryant he's saying she she liked the the punchkies no there's actually a story that i th- think they might mention here that i would that i really hope that they that someone's linked okay but, the, the punchki ordinance where she on yes, a live tv stepped on in on a punchki yep that's the one spend an Which hour be, looking around the park for a punchki to step on punchki, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that's the one all right cool you so, got an idea tim yeah well i i know you wanted to stay away from the assassination and and i do too uh, but I did want to go on to the trial a little bit because that is where I am going to find my link. Okay. Uh, so Dan White was the uh, one who was um, prosecuted mm. for the crime. Uh, but his defense gave sort of a, an infamous kind of uh, argument about why he did it. Uh, they tried to argue diminished capacity, uh, said that. White's anguished mental state was a result of manipulation by the politicos in City Hall who had consistently disappointed and confounded him, finally promising to give his job back only to refuse him again. Schmidt said the white, that White's mental deterioration was demonstrated and exacerbated by his junk food binge the night before the murders, since he was usually known to have been health food conscious. Oh my gosh. Area newspapers quickly dubbed it the Twinkie Defense. What? There it is. I am clicking on Twinkie Defense. Oh, huh? very nice. You wait. Oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't see that. <laughs> no. Well, so he was avoid- He was avoiding the assassination. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I think I mean, this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> that is just a few steps removed. I mean that's that basically- that is that is a dessert. <laughs> cake filled with cream uh that is it's basically a worse punch key yes but hey it's punch not key, dang it it's oh not pro- no oh no it's happening oh no <laughs> becoming what you always hated <laughs> you know it, it really is weird though that uh I, I i don't know if i've told you guys this before but like my dad has some uh he has some things that he says that are just slightly like appalachian a little bit okay and his his grammar it's not so much an accent but more in grammar and i used to drive me nuts as a kid like i i cannot stand like uh, he still to this day says like oh i seen that you know and uh yeah there but like when, when i was a kid i used to correct him as like because i was that kid i was an awful kid by the way but I used to say that, like, that's not what that said. That's not what that means. You know, you're using the wrong word. In my, as I've grown up, I, I haven't used it, but I actually, I kind of miss it a little bit now. Like, I, whenever I hear him say, I'm like, oh yeah, that's my dad. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how he talks. Uh-huh. 
so now I, I, I don't say anything to him about it. I don't think I have for several years, but like every time it happens, I think, okay, you know, this is, this is a thing that I've made my peace with, you know, in life. <laughs> yeah. This is part of, part of me now. Yeah. Part of him yes. now. Yeah. Of us. Of mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Oh, anyway. All right. <clears throat> so Anita Jane Bryant, who is still alive, is an American singer, formerly uh, Miss Oklahoma beauty pageant winner, anti-gay activist, and former brand ambassador for the Florida Citrus Commission, which marketed orange juice. Uh, she's got... <laughs> well, no, well, no, I mean... <clears throat> Oh, there's a story behind that because it's great. What should, what should we get into, Florida Citrus Commission? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think we should spend our advertising dollars on plastics. What a naval idea! Um, a naval idea? Yeah, naval because naval oranges. Oh, jeez! Oh, oh man! Oh, locked mm. into that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, don't you have? He, and he was looking through the park a whole hour for the right to use that pun. <laughs> Yeah, Sky, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Orange, you glad I did not. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so uh, she had been um, <clears throat> campaigning. I, I do want to talk about this very briefly about her work with the uh, with the Orange or the Citrus Commission. <clears throat> 1969, uh, Bryant became a <laughs> spokeswoman for the Flora Citrus Commission and, and nationally televised commercials featuring her singing Come to the Florida Sunshine Tree and stating the commercial's tagline, Breakfast without orange juice is like a day without sunshine. Oh, I've uh, heard this before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Later, the slogan became, it, ju- it isn't just for breakfast anymore. Uh, in addition, during this time... <laughs> She also appeared in advertisements for Coca-Cola, Kraft Foods, Holiday Inn, and Tupperware. Wow. Uh, (laughs) There's no strength. You can't really thread a needle between all of those. (laughs) It's pretty random. I will take money. Like, I will say things for money, please. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember her page later. Maybe she might be useful sometime in the future. Yeah. Uh, if, if we have to come back to, if I need to get to any of those things, it's true. Anita Bryant is the person to go through. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. um, <clears throat> in uh, March, or, okay, March twenty third, nineteen sixty nine, Bryant participated in a rally for decency at the Orange Bowl to protest the controversial onstage behavior of Jim Morrison and the Doors. Blah blah blah. Uh, and they mention here how she led a highly publicized campaign to repeal the ordinance. As uh, the the uh, sexual orientation ordinance ordinance from Dade County in Florida, um, as a, a coalition, as the leader of Save Our Children coalition, um, the way that this, the way that the gay community responded to this, I love. <clears throat> so she was successful in getting the ordinance repealed. However, the success of Brian's campaign galvanized her opponents, and the gay community retaliated against her by. Organizing a boycott of orange juice. That's cited. It happened. (laughs) Gay bars all over North America took screwdrivers off their drink menus and replaced them with the Anita Bryant, which was made with vodka and apple juice. (laughs) Uh, Sales and proceeds went to gay civil rights activists to help fund their fight against Bryant and her campaign. It's amazing that this happened. There's there's a button on here uh, that's just a bright orange button that just says... Anita Bryant sucks oranges. And that is, yeah. Or was it or was it just Anita Bryant sucks? Oh, oranges. Period. Oranges. <laughs> Period. Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
they're also trying to get a slice of that that marketing money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oranges. Um, yeah, no. It she's uh, it, it was just amazing. However, the the reason that I came here um is one of the other really amazing things that Bryant is really known for, I guess at least in in the gay community. This is the only thing that I know about her other than the orange thing. Uh, Bryant became one of the first persons to be publicly pied as as a political act, in her case, on television in Des Moines, Iowa in 1977. If you've not seen the clip, it's worth seeing. Um, It's really great. I'm sure it's online somewhere of her, of of someone just literally just pieing her. It's great. Um, Bryant quipped, at least it's a fruit pie. Uh, Oh, wow. I didn't even think of it this way. Uh, making yeah. upon the, the derogatory term of fruit for a gay man. Wow. I did not think about that because mm. I mean, that's not people, cited like the making the pun part isn't. But right. I can I see it going say, both ways. But yeah. <laughs> well, no, because people in the gay community for years have have said like, well, she should she should be really grateful that it was a fruit pie. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she tried to spin it, but that's just something that, you know. Mm-hmm. It that has stuck that stuck around for years. Um, anyway, there uh, you would like in case you wanted to know this also happened. Uh, Brian's husband said that he wouldn't retaliate, but followed the processors outside and threw a pie at them. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. I don't know what the situation was like. Why he just had a pie on hand? As I'm thinking about this, yeah, that's weird. Quick, go out of the dollar store. <laughs> Give me a pie. <laughs> I need a pie stat. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I feel like this is a thing that we should bring back. I'm just saying Ooh. public pie. Oh, if you're like a street vendor of pies and you see someone <laughs> on the street, just suddenly pie someone else in the face, you're going to like push your cart over there. Like, hey, that hey, is true. Hey, 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 you want some ammo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to retaliate. Well, I mean, for half off, will you retaliate? Like, yeah. This apple pie is getting pretty stale. What price do I have to get? What do I offer this? I'll throw in the whipped cream. That'll be extra humiliating. Mm. Mm. Uh, So you might know, you might have guessed that I was going to click on Pied. uh, And I am going to click on it. Pied is linked and it takes you to Pying, which is amazing. Uh, I want to. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you saw it at the same time I did. <laughs> I have no there's idea what's picture, going on. There's a picture here of a woman like slapping a pie, like like uh, you know, like it's basically just a paper plate with like whipped cream on it into another yeah, person's face. But the caption is taking a cream pie in the face for charity. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, oh man. When did, wait, hold on. Didn't we do, you know, no, we'll come back to this later. Tim, do your page first. Okay. The Twinkie defense uh, is a term that has come to describe uh, any sort of improbable legal defense. Uh, It is not recognized legal defense in jurisprudence, but a catch-all term coined by reporters during the coverage of the trial of defendant Dan White for the murders of San Francisco City Supervisor Harvey Milk and Mayor George Moscone. Moscone? Moscone? I, I guessed it's Moscone. I don't recall. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, the the actual argument that the, that the lawyers used was diminished capacity. Right. So Twinkies were never actually mentioned in the courtroom during the trial. Oh, okay. uh, nor did the defense claim that White was on a sugar rush and committed the murders as a result. 
but uh, a reporter used the term Twinkie defense and it stuck. Okay. They just said like he ate a bunch of junk food the night before. He was usually a health food addict. Right. So like saying that, that this that was a was sign not, that he was right. Like this was a sign right that he was depressed or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the misunderstanding was mentioned at the end of Milk, Gus Van Sant's uh, 2008 biopic. In a bonus feature on the DVD version, uh, a documentary on <laughs> Milk's life and death, White's lawyers explain what they actually argued in court. Uh, the actual legal offense that White's lawyers used was that his mental capacity had been diminished. White's consumption of junk food was presented to the jury as one of many symptoms, not a cause of White's depression. But then uh, satirist Paul Krasner played up the Twinkie angle. And he would later claim credit for coining the term Twinkie defense. So I guess we all need to be known for something. <laughs> there was other defenses that have been used. There's one about a... Uh, killings that took place in a mcdonald's in san isidro oh my goodness uh and they the gunman's widow blamed it on msg and mcdonald's food that sounds vaguely hmm. familiar actually yeah but i don't think that floated in court Mm. so there's not a lot of uh, sugar rush is uh linked and i'm kind of tempted to go there Huh. But so is <laughs> Twinkies. So is good old Twinkies. Oh no. Um yeah, and a Twinkie is just like a, a diminished Poonchki. That's true. <laughs> a lesser Poonchki. But is it gonna get me there? Mmm. Health food is linked. Oh, go for like kind of like a opposite thing. Yeah. A reverse psychology. Reverse psychology. They'll never see me coming um, if I go to the health. I'll sneak am, up on Poonchkies. <laughs> I am I am going to click on Twinkies. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Alright. Twinkies it is. Alright. Alright Kyle pieing. Well, so you were saying uh, you thought that okay. we've been here. I, I see where you're we, yeah. have, we haven't been to this page before no. but what did we go to before that had mm. like because I remember there was the picture of the one like yeah. this, a w- woman getting hit in the face with, or was it a guy? And then like, hi, like thumbs upping or something afterwards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I don't remember. That? We really should have created a database. We're going to, Oh, that's such a, like, Oh no. Mm. Like, was it like soap or was it like a water, like a water gun fight or something like that? I don't remember. Oh man, this is going to bother me <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Dang it. I, I know there was a thing in there. But, okay, so we've had our... Uh, oh, got it. Oh, got what it. was it? It was uh, wiki slash play uh, oh, underscore activity. Right. Yes. And it, it, just... was, it was like a... Was it somebody having been pied or just I they had like suds on their face? I, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell. How do you... Wait, how did you find that? Uh, let me get to this. Did you just like go through our history and be like, no, I just, (laughs) I had a, I had a, uh, inkling that it was from play. And so I went to play and there it was. Nice job. All right. Yeah. It's that one. Yeah. People having fun. Classic. (laughs) One person having fun. Yeah. That's exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this one or this page is not quite aliens or not quite having written by aliens. No, 
there are so many links on this page. You, there are so Somebody many links on really, this page. Wow. Like, this is, a, this is an in-depth discussion on pieing. I mean, a <laughs> lot. No, Tim, you don't. It's a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's an average subtitles. Of like, yeah, maybe like three or four links in every sentence. So, uh, the, the contents. There's a contents block. Slapstick, political acts, and then convictions with five points down. Then charity, sports, and then the see also some references. Like, there's a lot here. Uh, <clears throat> but as aliens would describe it, pieing is the act of throwing a pie at persons or people. Um, non, this is weird, but non-consensual pieing is, is linked okay. and a punishable offense in, in criminal law. <laughs> All right. <laughs> depending on jurisdiction. Oh, hold on. Hold on. And depending on jurisdiction is a is a battery battery, but uh, yeah. may also constitute an assault. Hmm? Non-consensual pieing may also be actionable as a civil wrong or tort, oh. resulting in the victim of the pieing to recover damages in a lawsuit from the tortfeasor. Um, I, may, I just got your battery joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Bat? Like bat, like hitting them in the face with a bat, batter, batter, mm, batter, batter. Okay, yeah. I make mm. no apologies. I guess you make. Do you make pie batter? Is that a thing? I mean, it's dough, but I don't care. Mm. <laughs> Depends if you make. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, look. In all honesty, the tort pun is also a cake pun. So again, it's it's close. Professor. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just can't let these yeah. jokes go. I'm sorry. <laughs> in pieing, the goal is ultimately, or usually, to humiliate the victim. <laughs> no, well, it's ultimately. <laughs> well, avoiding, well, avoiding actual injury. <laughs> so there's a important, there's a important distinction. Oh my gosh. For oh, this geez. reason, the pie <laughs> is traditionally of the cream variety, without a top crust, and is rarely, if ever, a hot pie. <laughs> Not cited. Someone's just saying that. <laughs> Throwing these in, facts around. In, yeah, these are not these are not cited. In Britain, a pie in the context of throwing. Wait, wait. In Britain, a wow. pie in the context of throwing is traditionally referred to as a custard pie. An aluminum pie pan or a paper plate filled with whipped cream or shaving cream can substitute for a real pie. Oh my gosh. I mean, hold on. So is this like is this like one of those things where like a pie at rest is a different kind of pie than a pie being thrown? I, yeah, I don't know. So, you know how it says that in Britain, a pie in the context of throwing is traditionally referred to as a custard pie? Custard yes. pie is linked. And I'm like, is that just going to take me to like regular custard pie? And I click on that link and I go, and there is a, a subheading here that says, as a comedic device. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Yeah. Okay. They're in British English, in British English, pies thrown okay. or pushed into the face are usually referred to as custard pies. Like, what? Why is this? What? Like, why specifically in British English? That's crazy. I, I mean, I don't I don't know why, but I love it. <laughs> I I I just that's amazing. You UK Saturday morning program Tiswas, T-I-S-W-A-S, all one word, okay. had custard pies as a regular feature and even had a character called the Phantom Flan Flinger, a wow. masked man <laughs> who pied people. Wow. Best name. The World Custard Pie Throwing Championships take place annually in the village of Cox, Cox Heath. 
in yeah of course <laughs> i almost said cox health and that mm. yeah whatever and cox mm-hmm. in kent england i yeah that's all i have that man no that that's enough that's enough <laughs> yeah uh i just i wonder if that's i mean like that's the thing that they tried to get to fly over here but it just never happened like, no, no, like, when you throw them, it's a custard pie. It's a custard pie. It's like, no, we have custard pie. Like, it's made out of no, custard. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> um, all right, so I just want to point out here uh, that pieing in the face is a pretty recent phenomenon. <laughs> Wait, how old? Hold on. How old is it? Like, do they give a date description on that page? Uh, no. Uh-uh. So they, stay, they say here that pieing has its origins in the High in the face gag from slapstick comedy first seen in the 1909 uh, SNA studio silent film Mr. Flip starring Ben Turpin. In the story, Turpin has a pie pushed into his face for taking liberties with a woman. So, yeah. Mm. 1909. Mm, intense. 1909. Oh, wow. It just celebrated its 100 year anniversary. Aw. 100 years of, of pieing in the face. Mm. Um, all right. Well, I, there's a lot, there's so much stuff here. How Activist. is there so much? <laughs> uh, how is there so much to say about pies in the face? I, I could keep going, man. Oh man. <laughs> uh, there, there's an activist here called David Horowitz. Okay. Uh, there, I'm not sure exactly what he did, but he said of his pieing, these attacks are sinister. The people uh, who throw a pie is saying, I hate you. I don't want you to speak. I never saw it coming and it took away my dignity. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) When you're lecturing, lecturing, you're supposed supposed to to have authority. (laughs) But a pie turns it into a food fight. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have multiple different convictions in six different countries listed here. Uh, Let's see. What what pies did they use? Let's see. Uh, Did you do... Oh, they don't list them in Canada. They don't say what kind of pie it was in the United Kingdom. I mean, it was obviously, what was it? Uh, a custard pie? Custard pie. In mm-hmm. the U.S., however, oh man, I love this this detail. In the U.S. in 2010, uh, a, a Michigan State University, oh, it's you guys, uh, a student uh, threw a Dutch apple pie into Michigan Senator Carl Levin, uh, Levin's face was arrested on assault and battery charges. I kind of love that it was an apple pie. Like a Dutch that, apple pie? Like that yeah. feels like a note about being an American. I don't know. Yeah, and also it's just like, this is a sturdy mother effing pie. Like, <laughs> like this has substance and weight to it. Like, there's a heft to that that pie. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, I gotta, I gotta do this one for Spain. Okay. Uh, in 2011, Spanish politician Yolanda Barcina was hit by three pies in a meeting in Toulouse, France. The authors of the pie smash, which the authors of the pie smash, the let's just set this, that we're going to set that aside as a title for something. Yeah. Were uh, these people. I'm not going to go into the detail, but um, <clears throat> a Spanish court condemned all three to a fine of 900 euros and two years in prison each. An accomplice who did not throw a pie was condemned to one year in jail. <laughs> Yolanda Barcina uh, claimed bodily harm suffered because, quote, the hardness of the French meringue pie, unquote. That's cited. Man. Uh, so mm, out of control. Anyway. 
Uh, Sky, you actually went to one of the links that I was looking at, but I had another choice. Uh, <clears throat> in your description of what was, uh, you know, the British custard pie, uh, <clears throat> you start with, for this reason, the pie is traditionally of the cream variety, and cream is linked. And uh-huh. as I mouse over it, it says cream pie, and I mean, that sounds like we're getting a lot closer. Okay. So I'm going to try that. Tim's probably going to beat me there with Twinkie, but I'm going to try this. Sorry. I should have thought of that when I clicked on custard, custard no pie. But yeah. So you're going to cream. Pie. Cream pie. I'm trying to find the word that. is cream, but yes. And oh, I see. Gotcha. Before you, before you ask, I mean, no, the, uh, the, uh, the redirection does not go to there. You take nope. two cream pies and you sort of like stack them on top of each other like turn one over yeah and it it's kind of a a, a punchki yeah i can see that actually like it's an accidental accidental a, punchki yeah ease all right <laughs> uh twinkies twinkies an american snack cake heck yeah america <laughs> golden sponge cake with creamy filling uh distributed by hostess brands uh, the brand is currently owned by that company, whose NASDAQ uh, ticker is TWNK. Is it? Oh, yes, boy. it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, this episode is just dancing all around I was, it. I was going to say, this episode <laughs> yeah. is really themed more than I expected <laughs> it to be. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Twinkies were invented in Schiller Park, <laughs> Illinois on April 6, what? 1930. Hold on, by James, wait. What? They're not. They weren't just discovered. It wasn't just like an accident of science. They weren't. They weren't found in a cave. I don't believe you. <laughs> it wasn't an accident with like a, um, a bakery and like a hot dog rolling <laughs> cart or something. <laughs> oh no, the dough got all rolled up and oh hey, this is delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, invented by James Alexander Dewar, a baker for the Continental Baking Company. Uh, realizing that several machines used to make cream-filled strawberry shortcakes at idle when strawberries are out of season, Dwar conceived a snack cake filled with banana cream, which he dubbed wow. the Twinkie. Wow. Uh, Richie Koff, who I don't know, said he came up with a name when he saw a billboard in St. Louis for Twinkle Toe Shoes. Mmm. Okay. What? What's yeah. it have to do with... What? Marketing back then was... Hold on, because you're like... Because the cream goes into the Twinkie like you put your foot in a shoe? So you're like Maybe. shoes with feet? Wait. Uh, no, no, this is gross. I'm sorry. I'm backing out of this. Yeah, this. let's just not compare <laughs> no, our sorry. baked goods to feet. Thank no, you. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. Do you want to talk about say. Mexican Twinkies? No. No, Twinkies are also available in Mexican stores as Summerinos and Twinkies made by uh, Marinella. And as, and as Twinkie made by Wonder, T-U-I-N-K-Y. Uh, oh my! Bo- both Marianne, Marianne, Mary, uh, can't talk. Whatever. Mary Nella and Wonder are sub sub. Man, I'm I'm losing it. It's okay, subs- Sky. Don't worry about it. What I gotta do is take out one of these. I'm wearing headphones that like block out all sound, and so I can't hear myself talk. Oh, okay. they're subsidiaries of Mexican food company uh, Grumpo Bimbo. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Oh, yep. no <laughs> oh, oh, you've seen their commercials. 
It's an unforgettable character, Sky. It's a classic. I also like this. Twinkies are produced and distributed by multiple <laughs> commercial bakeries in China where Hostess does not own the brand. Like, yeah, it's just a friggin' free for all over there. You just make whatever. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? How are you going to stop people? No one's going to be able to tell that it's not a Twinkie. We all know what they like. They taste like whatever you want them to taste like. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, I mean, they originally tasted like banana. But then during World War II, bananas uh, became rationed. And the company's Wait, like, well, we got to need a new flavor. So Wait, they are you with, serious? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. serious. They switched to vanilla and that became They switched popular. to vanilla. And because America loves vanilla. Yep. Uh, they didn't really reintroduce <laughs> banana oh after gosh. the war. Um, I, oh, my gosh. That's but nowadays, incredible. nowadays... You know what brought banana flavored Twinkies back? Oh, I can't wait to hear a month long promotion with the movie King Kong. <laughs> wow. Hostess That's, saw Twinkie wow. sales rise 20% during the promotion and in 2007 restored the banana cream Twinkie to its snack lineup. Is that because it's like you too can hold like a, like they're, they're mm-hmm. so small in your hands <laughs> that you also, you feel like King Kong like kids. You can feel, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that you're biting the end of a bus. And getting the delicious <laughs> banana cream out. So, wow. um, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's describe a deep fried Twinkie. Mm. Uh, a story in the New York Times, speaking of the deep fried Twinkie, with its inventor Christopher Sell, who is originally from Rugby, England, was described in this way: "Quote: mm. Something magical occurs nope. when the pastry hits <laughs> the hot oil. The creamy white vegetable shortening filling liquefies, impregnating the sponge cake with its oh, luscious oh, vanilla flavor. The cake itself softens and warms, nearly melting, contrasting with the crisp, deep-fried crust in a buttery and suave way. The piece de resistance, however, is a ruby-hued berry sauce, adding a tart sophistication to all that airy, sugary goodness." Unquote. I know how I'm going to open this episode of the podcast. How, how did he manage to fit so many different things that made that sound sexual in one quote? He's got a gift. Oh. Um, so it's probably, and then it says, fried Twinkies are sold throughout the U.S. in fairs and ball games and various restaurants. Starting in August 2016, Walmart began selling prepackaged frozen versions of the deep fried Twinkie in stores nationwide. Oh, great. So you just oh. keep that up in your microwave and call it good yep uh <laughs> the twinkie wiener sandwich no stop uh was popularized by weird al yankovic oh okay <laughs> snack different. consists of an overturned twinkie split open as a makeshift bun a hot dog and easy cheese put together and dipped in milk before eating oh my gosh yankovic has stated that he has switched to using tofu hot dogs since becoming a vegetarian but still enjoys the occasional twinkie wiener what? sandwich i thought that was for no. the movie i thought it was a joke Oh, that was a joke. It might still be. It might, yeah. You can't tell with him. That's actually true, yes. Uh, So, um, Twinkies in popular culture, cultural references. I want to briefly mention (laughs) the the theological Twinkie. No. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Jeffrey R. Holland, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Uh used the expression theological Twinkie. At the church's general conference in April 1998, in a reference what? to teaching methods that may be pleasing or entertaining, but lack sufficient spiritual and doctrinal substance. Wow. In his words, quote, are we really nurturing our youth and our new members in a way that will sustain them when the stresses of life appear? Or are we giving them a kind of theological Twinkie, spiritually empty calories? 
Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, <clears throat> I, I don't really feel closer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to click on snack cake. Snack cake. <laughs> snack cake. Snack cake. Snack cake. Snack cake. Oh, this is low. Okay. All right. And there's Proceed, our op- Kyle. There's our opener. <laughs> All right. So, uh. I am very fond of just when we repeat the same words over and over again, use that as an opening. I don't know why. But anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> it really hammers the point home with the with the listener that we don't yeah. know what we're talking about often. What's this? Yes. What's, what are they going to talk about today? Snack cake. <laughs> <laughs> so this this page on cream pie is two paragraphs long, and it actually manages in that two paragraphs to reuse the taking a cream pie in the face for charity photo from before. Um, however, the lead image. Uh, they have a paragraph, a paragraph for each image, actually, or an image for each paragraph. The other one is just a slice of coconut cream pie topped with co- toasted coconut. That's it. Uh, um, yeah. So, as it says here, cream pie is a type of pie or cake filled with a rich custard or pudding that is made from milk, cream, flour, and eggs. It can come in many forms, including vanilla, lemon, lime, peanut butter, banana, coconut, and chocolate, which, if we added cheese, there's our punchkis. A uh, constant feature of all cream pies. I, I guess there aren't really lime-flavored punchkis, are there? There should lime? be. Because that lime, sounds yeah. great. Does it that, really, Tim? Or yeah, being... I, would, I would like it. Okay. I a lot of sugar in that thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the custard filling is related to the French creme patissiere, uh, which is a key component of various French cakes and tarts. It is a one-crust pie... That's just that's just a single sentence. It's beautiful on its own. It's a one crust pie. Oh, just on a side note, Sky. Yeah. Uh, do not look at my page. I have a little game coming up. Oh, <gasps> cool. Uh, the crust may be a standard pie crust made with flour and lard, or one made from cu- crumbled cookies or graham crackers. Um, I I just want to read this. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't want to read. <laughs> I actually just want to move on from this page uh, because there's really not a whole lot here. I've already read half of it to you. So, um, man, uh, cakes, tarts. I mean, it's kind of a tart. It's not a cake. It's not uh, a cake. So <laughs> things, what do we know about punchkis? They are not cakes. Not cakes. Got it. Covered uh, cakes. I don't think that's going to get me anywhere. Whipped cream topping. No. I mean, I could use one of the flavors, but I mean, that's a long shot on this page. I can't believe they talk extensively about pieing on this. There are three pages, at least three pages on Wikipedia that talk about pieing. It's apparently a really big deal. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. (laughs) I I feel weird that I did not. You know what? I'm just going to click on tarts. I I, I think that's the closest I'm going to get. Okay. So tart it is. Tart it is. All right, Tim. So the the article on snack cake is surprisingly short as well. Mm. Uh, And they have pretty much come to uh, like (coughs) this is not just like a snack cake basically is a trash cake. (laughs) Yeah, it is. What? It comes in a plastic basically. Yeah, it is basically just describing only like plastic wrapped comes in a box. Little Debbie. 
Little <laughs> Debbie, Hostess, Drake's, Tasty Kake, Sarah oh my Lee. Gosh. Oh, yep. we did an episode on that too. <laughs> yeah, we did. Kake. That is what we call a throwback. Nice Whoa. job, Tim. Nice okay, job. So, uh, so they don't really say a whole lot about them, uh, but they someone created a chart of equivalent products produced by major snack cake labels. <laughs> okay. So I am going to give um, what other companies call oh, these uh, items, and I'd like you to tell me what Hostess calls them. Mm, okay. Uh, so okay. Uh, Tasty Cake calls them Dreamies. Little Debbie calls them Cloud Cakes. Drake's calls them Zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, and Sarah Lee calls them golden cream cakes. What does Hostess call them? Oh my gosh. Are these the, these like little, are they the little coconut covered things? No. Oh no. What was the, what was the first one? Uh, cloud, oh, dreamies, cloud yeah. cakes, golden cream cakes, and zoinks. Zoinks. Huh. With uh, an exclamation point. Wait, golden cream cakes. Yep. Like, is this the Twinkie? Yes, it is. This oh is my gosh. Nice. Zoinks, uh, really? Yep. Tasty Cake calls them Swiss rolls. Little Debbie calls them Swiss cake rolls. Oh, Drake's no. calls them yodels. What does Hostess call them? I mean, it's... Man, I really thought they were Swiss cakes. Mm. I, I mean, I've, always those, ever, I've mm. only ever known them as, like, uh, Swiss rolls. Those aren't ho-hos. Those are something yes, different. they are. Oh they my are? gosh. Oh, they wow. are ho-hos. I, I thought... The, I, mm. Yeah. Wait, do you ho hos? Do you think they're like the little like cupcakes with the white swirls on the top? No. 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 That's, That's what I rolls, think. But, no, ho hos yeah. definitely look like Swiss cake rolls. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, Tasty cake calls them chocolate bells. Little Debbie calls them cocoa creams. Drake's calls them ring dings. What does hostess call them? I I don't. Snow, what I'm learning is I don't know what they're snow, called. Snowballs. No. No, okay. no, they're chocolate chocolate bells. These are basically like they look just kind of like kisses. chocolate yeah. hockey pucks <laughs> with cream filling. I I have no idea what those are called. These like are what the ding actual names? Oh my oh, gosh! Seriously? Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh. One more. Yes. Uh, Tasty Cake calls them chocolate creamies. Little Debbie calls them devil creams. Drake's calls them devil dog. What does Hostess call them? Satan's buns. Yep. Almost. <laughs> What? No. Oh. Satan's uh, buns. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our title. <laughs> I mean, we've got some options this time. Mm. I don't know, uh, Tim. These are Susie Q's. Oh. oh no, I've never heard of okay. that before. Uh, so I I just got to keep going with desserts, I suppose. Yeah, Tim, you and I are doing the same thing, I think. Yep. I'm going to confectionery. Okay. Is a donut a confectionery? I mean, technically, yes. Let's do yeah, it. Maybe. All right. You're at Tart, uh, Kyle. <clears throat> I am at Tart, and this page takes a while to Tart. No, it's um. There's only uh. There's only five paragraphs in this one. Six. Sorry, there's six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tarts are baked dishes consisting of a filling over a pastry base with an open top, not covered with pastry. So it's okay. a, that it's a pastry that someone forgot to finish. Oh, uh, the pastry is usually short cusp pastry. The filling may be sweet or savory, though modern tarts are usually fruit based, sometimes with custard. Why modern tarts? Like 
Are, are there like medieval? Oh my gosh, there are medieval tarts. There are medieval mm-hmm. tarts. There's medieval pie making. There's a link right to it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, tarts are thought to have come either from a tradition of layering food or to be a product of medieval pie making. Enriched dough is thought to have been first commonly used in 1550, approximately 200 years after pies. Mm, <laughs> which wow. Is, what? Which is how I measure all, all the events <laughs> in history. <laughs> Like <laughs> 500 <laughs> AP, 500 yeah, BP. <laughs> mm. Well, um, an early tart was the Italian crostata. They were, they were dated <laughs> in this period. They were viewed as high cuisine, popular with nobility. In contrast to the view of a commoner's pie, amazing, amazing. Uh. Well. <laughs> While originally savory with meat fillings, culinary taste led to sweet tarts. Uh, so led sweet tarts to prevail, filling tarts instead with fruit and custard. But they couldn't be unless they were being thrown. Oh no! No, they couldn't. Some, someone has to fix this. Someone flag this for the editors. Yep. <laughs> this is not talking about pieing, and it's loosely related. <laughs> there's a there's an amazing amount of pages on on pieing on this site. Why is it not linked here? Oh, man. And that's most of the page. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. I think... Man. Um, I mean, just pastry is probably my best shot at this point. That's a... Mm-hmm. Pastry is probably good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. All right. Tim, confectionery. You guys are... Man, you guys... Yeah. <laughs> confectionery <laughs> always sounds so loving. Mm. Does it? Uh, confectionery, so. also called sweets or candy, is sweet food. What? Yeah. That's, in, that's it. In general, <laughs> though, is divided into two broad and somewhat overlapping categories. Baker's confections and sugar confections. Baker's confectionery, also called flour confections, includes principally sweet pastries, cakes, and similar baked goods. In the Middle East and Asia, flour-based confections are more dominant. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, there's just examples of a bunch of candy on here from chocolate bars to rock candy to peeps. This is saying that sugar confectionery includes chewing gum and bubble gum, which is not something I think of. If you're you're Sean Spicer, it is. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, well, now he just considers it food. Mm. Right. What is it otherwise, though? If it's not that, what would you call it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Chewy stuff. Chew slate. Like, what are mints? What are mints chew, considered? Chew stuffs. There you go. Oh, hand me a slice <laughs> of that chew stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will not stay here long. Although there, at the bottom of this page, there is a print from 1787 uh, of a Japanese vendor selling sweets in the Great Buddha Sweet Shop. Oh, and that's okay. completely what I would call my shop if I ever opened one. Great Buddha. Great Buddha. Great Buddha. So, no, no punchkis mentioned here. There are donuts, though. Well, so, come on, donuts, take me home. Oh no, don't tell me home. That's what I was gonna go for, or I was uh, gonna try to. I don't think it's actually bad. on this. I don't think it's actually uh, on this page. <laughs> I feel, I feel your your empathy there, Tim. Thanks. You're well, welcome. I'm on pastries, so I'm standing. We're basically <laughs> like. Trying yeah. to slap each other from like two feet away. You just need uh, to get the thing that's more like a punchki than a donut. That's what you need to figure out. What? 
<laughs> it sounds like a like a like a a cone or something like that. Like, what is more punchki than donut? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, pastry is a dough of flour, wa- water, and shortening that may be savory or sweetened. Sweetened pastries are often described as baker's confectionery. No one takes the time to say that. It's just pastry. Um, word pastries suggests many kinds of baked products. This is a weird sentence. Uh, suggests many kinds of baked products made from ingredients such as flour, sugar, milk, butter, shortening, baking powder, and eggs. Why? Wait, why does it suggest that? What? Wikipedia. I don't. I think the person who wrote this page started with one thought and ended that sentence with another. Suggests many kinds. <laughs> like, 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 like it brings to mind. All of these ingredients. Yeah, basically. Huh. Okay. Uh, Oh, wait. Uh, This might be close. Uh, Well, okay. Pastry is differentiated from bread. Oh, Tim, do you want to guess at what they use to say what, how bread is different from pastry? Uh, Hopefully not the punchki. No. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's more Pastry like a punchki. Because it's more like a punchki. Uh, how no. bread is different from what? How is bread different from pastry? What's the difference? A lot of sugar. Yeah, pretty much. It's it it says fat content, but you're yeah. Well, yeah, yes. too. Sweet, a lot of sweet. Very sweet. Uh, which con- contributes to a flaky or crumbly texture. Oh, oh. This page is taking liberties here. A good pastry is light and airy and fatty, but firm enough to support the weight of the filling. Uh, some people have different opinions, Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Don't tell me how to like my pastry. That's right. Don't tell me how to fluff my pastry. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So uh, I don't want to stay on this page either because there's... it. Okay, it's basically types of pastry. Shortcut, short crust pastry, flaky pastry, puff pastry, Cho pastry. I don't know what that is. Um, <clears throat> phyllo, and then hot water crust pastry. Those are all the pastries, you guys. Oh, man. It talks about mm-hmm. medieval cuisine again. Again? It says, yeah. This says there were stiff, empty pastries called coffins or huff what? paste no. that were eaten by servants only and included oh. an egg, egg yolk glaze to help make them more enjoyable to consume. I can absolutely see that and that sounds terrible yeah not great oh why would you do that to someone um hmm. oh they actually talk about oh my gosh pastry making is also also has a strong tradition in many parts of asia chinese pastry is made from rice or different types of flour with fruit sweet bean paste or sesame based fillings you guys you guys have you ever had red bean buns yeah they're very tasty I think the so. The best thing. Yeah. Steven and I went to Pittsburgh uh, last weekend and we ate no fewer, or rather I did. I ate no fewer than four red bean buns during the entire weekend. A total of five bean buns, but only four of them were red bean buns. Wow. And it, it <laughs> what was, color was the last one? Uh, it was just a coconut pastry. Oh, um, just coconut. But it was... Gross. I mean... It was one of the best experiences. <laughs> oh, okay. He's texting me to correct me. Oh, no. He sent me a picture. It, it's, it's the lady from the British Bake Off 
saying, I mean, why are we bothering with the donuts? That <laughs> it's just a picture of that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're bothering with the donuts because that's what we're aiming for this this episode. We're we're going for donuts. It's almost Fat Tuesday. He's he's texting me again. It'll be a minute. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, should we wait or should we? No, we're going to okay. keep moving. So, oh man, I guess the closest thing it says here in other types of pastry, such as Danish pastry and croissants. I mean, it's not a Danish, but at least that's a type of pastry. <laughs> Danish is real close. Yeah, you might be right. Danishes might be more don't like more more punchki than donuts. I'm gonna try. No, it. they're not. Danish. Well, I guess it depends on the type of donut. I'm already there. Danish pastry. Danish. I forgot Danish, Danish existed. I love Danish. Danishes. It's hard to say that with Danish pastries. <laughs> Danish pastries. There you go. Danish. Danish, dang it! Danish, 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 dang it! Danish, Danish pastries. Danish pastries. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's not just me. I just, I just like saying words like that we already said over and over. That's just oh, my thing. Oh, thanks, guy. <laughs> All right, Snack Tim. cake. Yes. Donuts are donuts. You know. Wait, fried hold on. dough. Yeah, how does it describe a donut, Tim? <laughs> a donut or donut. Um, both spelling differences there. <laughs> which, kind of, which do you prefer? Right. <laughs> I prefer. Uh, I actually prefer the shorter version, the D O N U T. What? Yeah, you know, you get, I was, I was a D O U G H N U T guy, but now I, I really like the shortened version. You, yeah, I, 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 I'm the same way. I don't guys. want to attribute it to the actual words that make it up. Like, I just want it to be its own thing. <laughs> I mean, because the dough works, but like the nut part. Yeah. Like I don't what? want to acknowledge. I want to acknowledge <laughs> the nut. Right. Nope. Okay. <sighs> so Can't talk it's popular in many countries and prepared in various Sorry, forms as a sweet snack that can be homemade or purchased in bakeries, supermarkets, food stalls, and franchise specialty outlets. <laughs> but let's be honest. Everyone just buys them from someone. No one Box makes them. From a franchise there, there specialty outlet. There are so outlet, many great yes. photos in this. They're just like, favorites you just called... A variety of donuts. <laughs> but then there you scroll be... down a little bit and they get into the freaking chemical composition of a donut. Are you kidding me? Something nope. special happens. Molecular <laughs> composition. <laughs> talking about how eggs function as emulsifiers and foaming agents and tenderizers. And the main emulsifier in egg yolk is called lecithin, which is a phospholipid. Oh, this makes me so it's, happy. It, there's a whole area. There's a spinning gif of a molecular structure in here. <laughs> we do not need this to be friggin' Jurassic Park, Wikipedia. <laughs> this is an animated sucrose molecule. <laughs> yeah. Your scientists were so concerned as to whether they could. For the <laughs> I mean, cake, cake doesn't have this, does it? Like, pie does not have its molecular structure mapped out. However, pieing, pieing does... <laughs> I wrote this whole friggin' paper for ninth, ninth grade science class. I'm gonna friggin' put it somewhere people will see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, at the bottom of the science, doreology. Doreology. <laughs> an important property of the dough that affects the final product is the dough's reology. This oh. property measures the ability of the dough to flow. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I know that sounds sexy, 
wait till you see what it follows. It doesn't sound sexy, Sky. It is sexy. Yes, but then we come to a complete stop. Yeah. It can be represented by the power law equation. T equals K dot D to the nth power. Where T um, is the is the tangent tangentic stress, K oh, is yeah. the viscosity coefficient, D is the shear rate, and N is the flow index. I, I think it maintains its sexiness, guy. <laughs> it did. Okay, I didn't really get to the end, but yeah, it does. Many factors affect dough reality, including the type of ingredients, the amount of the ingredients, or the force applied during mixing. <laughs> The viscosity coefficient and the flow index are unique to the type of dough being analyzed. <laughs> well, the tangentic stress and the shear rate are measurements obtained here, depending on the type of force being applied to the dough. What kind of, who's applying force to these dough? I, I do believe I found my favorite paragraph on Wikipedia. This is real good. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, you guys, how did we discover like this weird underbelly of pastries on Wikipedia tonight? I don't know. How many episodes of this have we done? And we're just finding these pages. I'm glad it's not it's not over. We still got episodes <laughs> in us. So Yeah, so it, it this is a lengthy article and it goes on to uh, display donuts from all over the world. And oh, so of course, gosh. uh you do have uh the punchki in here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice job. Well done, Tim. Well Thank done. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kyle, you want to talk about pastries at all? No. Or Danish <laughs> Danish pastries? <laughs> We've talked about all the pastries. Is there pushki? No, there isn't pushki. No, down. there are no pushkis on this page. They're not, they're not the same thing. Uh, Danish. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, let's do the science breakdown on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, Danish no, no it's more of the history, like anthropology yeah, no, sort of side. I haven't gotten to that yet. Hang on. <clears throat> A multi-layered la- laminated sweet pastry in the Viennoiser, I'm going to say Viennoiserie uh, tradition. Uh, the concept was brought to Denmark by Austrian bakers and has developed into a Danish specialty. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Now let's talk. Do you want to, do you want to do the history sky? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I was just actually just like the laminated like, part got me. Yes. They're nothing. Laminated. Nothing's ever going to be as satisfying after dough reality. Actually, no. yeah, I'm I, I'm good with just letting the dough flow at this point. Let's okay, just wait. <laughs> but like the origin of the Danish pastry is often uh, ascribed to a strike amongst bakery workers in Denmark in 1850. It forced bakery owners to hire workers from abroad, among them several Austrian bakers who brought along <laughs> new baking traditions and pastry recipes. The Austrian the the Austrian bakery or pastry of Plunderback. Plunderger back soon became popular in Denmark and after the labor disputes ended Danish bakers adopted the the Austrian recipes adjusting them to their own liking and uh, traditions by increasing the amount of egg and fat for example (laughs) (laughs) go ahead yeah that that's that's the thing you can do I guess yep Yep. oh hold on I gotta do the rest of this now yeah yeah, I just saw the just part saw that was like, well, okay, okay here we go. We just, have, <laughs> we just have to 
tie this entire episode together in a little bow yeah. <laughs> so we just deliver You're it to welcome. you here is all uh, the themes of this episode in one sentence one of the baking traditions and uh, techniques and traditions that the austrian bakers brought with them was the viennese lamination technique due to such novelties the danes called the pastry technique oh my gosh okay <clears throat> wiener broad and yeah. as mentioned <laughs> thank you <laughs> Thank you. And as mentioned abroad, uh, above. <laughs> as mentioned above, the name is still in use in Northern Europe today. At that time, almost all. Oh, why is that cited? At that time, almost all baked goods in Denmark were given exotic names. It says citation needed. And there's and a citation. someone's like, here's a citation, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the pastries whose favorite pastries aren't. <laughs> Art actually really Danish. Yeah. yeah oh no, the, the patsies. The pa- pastries. No, it does. The oh, pace, whoa. Oh, the pa- pats. The patsies. <laughs> his favorite pastries aren't really Danish. Uh, it's a 2016 article. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Uh, pumpkin. Uh, there's a pumpkin pie and sweet potato casserole on here. Wait. Hold on. Oh, they're talking about. Okay. Yeah. They just don't. They just go through that. Yeah. They that just go through background. the strike. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So it's not really Danish. They just wanted someone to. They wanted to point to Austria and be like, "Hey, this is. You should actually be calling this the Austrian. Aust- I guess Austrian, right? I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm even not if it sure should be to- called an Austrian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is. But I do like that. At that time, almost all baked goods in Denmark were given exotic names. Right. Okay. One, that's the end of that sentence and the paragraph. They don't explain any of the other names, like nothing else. Right. None of the other exotic names. So I I, I get no actual. No, mm, I'm surprised, and then, honestly. And then the other thing. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> and then the other thing is that exotic is linked to exoticism, oh. which, which is a totally different. That's a left turn that I was not expecting. Although, I mean, has given, it been though? Like tonight, yeah, actually, like, pace, man, fair point. Pastries be horny, guys. Like, <laughs> man, fair point. Donuts are thirsty. No, I'll, I'll <laughs> take that out. I can't. <laughs> this, mm. Yeah, we're we're right on that line. Yep, Poochkies. Poochkies, you guys. Oh, we're, we're gonna actually talk about them, right? Yep. They are deep fried pieces of dough shaped into flattened spears and filled with a confiture. What? Confiture. Hi, everyone. We've been having a lot of fun here tonight. (laughs) Well, we really need to talk about drinking while podcasting. Uh, it's a very, con- very special episode. It's it's just it's jam or syrup. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just jam. Screw He's your screw your fancy name. Uh, filled with jam or other sweet filling. Punchki are usually covered with powdered sugar, icing, glaze, or bits of dried orange zest. Nice. Ooh. A small amount of grain alcohol is added to the dough before cooking. As it evaporates, it prevents the absorption of oil deep into the dough. The common oh. opinion is that the ideal punchki is fluffy and at the same time a bit collapsed. Hold just on. like me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> just With like you after eating Again, this. Again, like me. <laughs> That's cited. It is supposed to guarantee that the dough was fried <laughs> in fresh oil. 
who wait hold on who made that like is that cited like is there like a the platonic punchki out there? Uh, it looks like it yeah the ideal punchki but it's the the cited articles are in polish oh oh, oh. so i, I guess they would know yeah how I convenient if like yeah <laughs> we'll um, never know Although they look like German Berliners, North American Bismarcks, or jelly donuts, punschki are made from especially rich dough containing eggs, fat, sugar, yeast, and sometimes milk. I mean, uh, that's a donut. They have been known in Poland at least since the Middle Ages. <laughs> was that and just then, the time? That was when, just the when time. That happened? When everyone got... And then... <laughs> when donuts uh, happened? Punschki are eaten specifically, or especially, on Fat Thursday. The last Thursday prior to Ash Wednesday in Poland. Right. But in North America, America. Punchki Day is celebrated annually by immigrants and locals alike. Date of the observance merges with that of pre-Lenten traditions of other immigrants, such as Pancake Day and Mardi Gras on Fat Tuesday. With Mm -hmm. its sizable Polish population, Chicago celebrates the (laughs) festival on both Fat Thursday and Fat Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Are they uh, trying to make a joke with the sizable there? Because like it feels oh, like that's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's be. pretty good. Um, Punchki are also often eaten on Casimir Pulaski Day in Buffalo, Toledo, Cleveland, Detroit, Grand Rapids, Milwaukee, South Bend, and Windsor. Punchki Day is celebrated on Fat Tuesday. Wow, there it goes. Uh, I didn't realize how regional that was. <laughs> yeah, I was mm-hmm. about to say like if one of us was not from here, would we not know? Yeah, like for those of you listening that aren't from here, like this is a big like you go to a a supermarket now and it's just like there is a dedicated table of a pyramid of punchkis. Yeah, (laughs) let's see here. Punchki Day celebrations in some areas are even larger than many celebrations for St. Patrick's Day. Citation needed. Yeah. Well, someone noted that. Yeah. Someone's like, come, someone's like, come on, come on. <laughs> you ready for this fact, this unsighted fact. The Amazing. Polish community in Buffalo has probably one of the largest fat, <laughs> fat Thursday <laughs> events outside of Poland, which is run in cooperation with the monthly Polish Happy Hour Buffalo event. So That's someone probably, from Buffalo wrote big. that sentence. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. So, yeah, I believe that's pretty much it. Oh, my gosh. Punchki eating contest, Punchki day parade. Hopefully you don't do the eating contest and then the parade because that's (laughs) that's not wise. Yeah. And then, yeah. So so what are your favorite flavors of Punchki? So yours is cheese, Sky. I think mine is it's it's kind of a tie between cheese and Bavarian cream. And I'm not big on fruit in like donuts, but I do like raspberry bun. Okay. Whoa. Sorry, that went longer than I expected it to. I apologize. Yeah. What What are What are your favorites? Uh, Uh, My favorite is is raspberry. Raspberry's good. It is my favorite, followed by apple. Actually, Tim, I might agree with you. Those are kind of where I would. I might put apple ahead of raspberry, but apple's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, screw plum, right? Like, can we just all agree? <laughs> like lemon. I just, plum, I just think like, of like regularity when I think of a, a plum. Okay, guys. Yeah. 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 Here's just a bunch of lemon flavoring. Isn't that, isn't this what you want in your mouth? No. Okay. So I will argue. I really, really like lemon. Like actual. I like, like actual lemon flavored stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but things that use just like 
lemon flavoring. And the same thing with like strawberry. I cannot stand fake strawberry flavor. It's it's the most disgusting flavor. I think and I the could same deal. Thing with lemon. Yeah, I think I could deal with like a lemon pastry, like a Danish, oh, where it's yeah. like a thin layer of some lemon. But like <laughs> a, a pushki is like, here's a pouch. Here's <laughs> yeah. a, a ri- surrounded by rich dough. Here's a pouch of lemon and just stick your mouth in that. And it's like, no, this is real tart. Mm. It's just too much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. It's a real tart. I agree. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for coming on this journey with me, as always. Uh, okay. Harvey Milk to uh, Punchki. Tim, you actually followed my path pretty closely. Uh, no kidding. Uh, you did oh, merge. Wow. So Snack Cake uh, um, has, no, not Snack Cake. Uh, going back to Twinkie, Twinkie has deep fry in it. If you click on oh. deep fry, that takes you right to Donut, and then you go to Punchki. Wow, nice. But yeah, pretty close. So yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to more episodes of us, we are at uh, wskbcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter. I post uh, whenever the new episode's up on there um, at wskbcast. And uh, we're on Facebook, too. Um, you can also find us on iTunes and Google Play. You can subscribe there, and you'll get you'll get a new episode every week. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, that's about it. Do you guys have anything? There's well, one thing I wanted to mention. This yeah. is our 70th episode. And 70th <gasps> is such a weird number to me because yeah. it's like, do we celebrate 70 or do we celebrate 75? Like, which is the bigger deal? Like, I think 75 is the bigger deal to me. Like, oh, yeah, you did three quarters of 100. That's pretty good. Like, that's I tend to agree. OK, so let's not celebrate this one. This one's just a normal, like, <laughs> crap episode that we just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That we just, you know. <laughs> Okay. Just nothing 75, special. 75 will be a big special one for some reason. I don't know how. We'll figure it out. Part of me is like, what if we put what if we put the first and last pages of every page that we've like every episode that we've done, right? Like the starting page and the ending page. Uh-huh. And we we put them all into a, the random list and then we just draw <laughs> two out and we have to do it like either as a group or Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. Totally. It could be a thing we could do. I'm or we could just it. do a normal episode, a normal mm. quality episode. No, you're separating those, right? Normal slash uh, in quotes quality right. episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yes. Yes, I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we, go ahead. I'm excited. We do actually have, uh, I do actually have some punchkis that we are going to eat tonight. So I'm I excited by that. So you actually. this afternoon. <laughs> Oh my gosh, nice job. Yeah, what flavor did you get? Uh I actually don't know which ones. Uh my I my parents gave them to me today, so it's whatever they left us. Oh, gotcha. Leftover yeah. punchkies. <laughs> Leftover punchkies. Leftover punchks. Tim, have you I, had one yet? I, I have not had one yet. <gasps> I should I mean, you get one tomorrow. Yeah. You should maybe you should just like focus on getting it on Fat Tuesday like a good person as opposed to <laughs> Like us. <laughs> like us. <laughs> like just eating pooch geese. Like, and the sad thing is like, <laughs> sad thing is we bought that box today. And we're like, yeah, pooch geese. Cool. There's four of them. That's two a piece. We'll have one today. And then we can have one on Tuesday for the actual day. And then I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, man, I'm just going to eat. A, I'm going to eat that tomorrow. And then we're going to have oh, to buy totally. more pooch geese for, for Fat Tuesday. Yeah, it's absolutely. Awful. 
All right. No, that, I don't think that's awful. That's just honest, Sky. <laughs> that's just honest. It's one time. It's one time. You know, it's just one time a year. You know, it's <laughs> that you eat donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's one exactly. It's one time in a year that I have a special occasion to eat a bad food for me. Like that doesn't happen throughout the rest of the year in America. Nope. Like there are no other holidays that let you do that. No. Uh, all right, guys. You have a good night. <laughs> good good night. night. Bye. Steven just sent me a picture of an ostrich for some reason. He's not looking at me. He just wants us to get away from donuts. Shame ostrich. I guess so. Yes, it's a shame ostrich. That's what it is. No, he's shaking his head, but he's too busy playing Mario Kart to tell me what's going on. Okay. All right.